you know, people go out on their own to launch this business that is meant to give them freedom. We come out the gate and it's like, we take on all of this work for next to nothing and we're barely profitable. And so I think a lot of agencies, because maybe that's where people came from, like myself, you adopt this like, hey, we can do all of this stuff for you, but you miss the economical element of like being able to charge top dollar for it where you can actually afford to deliver good results and still have a life. It's like they're attacking the traditional model, but with like these like, I'm serving local business rates. And like, that's a recipe for disaster. Welcome to Future Driven. I'm Adam Kopp. And on this podcast, I talk with entrepreneurs and industry professionals about the challenges and the wins in their business. See the vision, drive the future. Welcome to Future Driven episode 18. I'm excited to have Mr. Greg Hickman from Alt Agency. Greg, thanks for joining me today. Thanks so much for having me, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, Greg, uh, we I went through one of your courses. I I don't know exactly when, but nine months ago, maybe a year ago, and was super intrigued at your company, Alt Agency, and want to definitely dig into the services that you offer today. But give us a quick background of your career. Uh, you know, what what was your career like uh, over the last couple of years? Uh, well, last couple of years, I've been all pretty much all agency. I mean, I came from big agency, small agency, representing big brands, professional sports teams, and somewhere along the lines decided that I wanted to work for myself. And um, I mean, coming out of college, my dream was to like be high up at like an ad agency. Uh, and then when I got there, I like just wasn't as thrilled about it. And I I started following other online entrepreneurs that were like building their own business online. And that sort of led me into like, well, how can I do this on my own? So and, frame, uh, frame it up for us a little bit. What year did you graduate college? And what's, what's a big, date uh, me? well, okay. Give <laughs> us the, don't make me say what decade then. Um, <laughs> but uh, when, when did you uh, enter the professional world and you know, what big agencies did you work at? Yep. Graduated college in 04. Um, then worked for an agency called Tracy lock to start, which is part of Omnicom. We represented Pepsi Unilever specifically started in project management, went to account management, account management, working on the, the Unilever Lipton account specifically, um, then left and went to a small shop, um, that, kind of entered me into the mobile marketing space, but we worked with divisions of AT&T, Axe Body Spray, the New York Jets, Florida Marlins, doing a lot of text message marketing. Then went to a startup, uh, then in the, focused on higher education, like the DeVry's, Kaplan's, like online education, early days. Um, then went to a media company, that, which would have been... Uh, probably 2012. And we worked with pretty much all of the major shopping centers across the United States, um, like large shopping malls and things like that. And I did mobile there. That's when I started my own like thing on the side. Like I was started my own podcast talking about mobile marketing. Um, from there, I started a business on the side. I was like, 
created a course around mobile marketing for small business. I was coaching and consulting other um, people that wanted to offer mobile marketing services to small local business. Um, started making a little bit of money on the side and was getting ready to leap, like make that, you know, the quote unquote leap. This was in 2013, um, entering 2013 and uh, Cabela's large independent retailer in the outdoor space moved their digital office to Denver where I live. And they had been listening to the pot, the guy who became like head of digital, who was like spearheading the digital team had been listening to my podcast and like reached out to me and was like, would you be interested in this role? And it kind of like checked off one of those boxes for me that like, like I mentioned earlier, like back in the day, like be at the top of some like digital marketing team for like, it'd be cool. Like spearhead this for a brand that is like family, family business, catalog business, helping them go into like the new age. I was like, I felt like I was ticking a box. And so I, instead of taking the leap, I took this job kind of corporate side. Uh, and I was there for a year and then I left, <laughs> uh, so built out the mobile strategy, the mobile team, um, and left. And so 2014 was my first full time myself, uh, self-employed and from 2014 to 15 was still mobile but 2015 mid 2015 is when essentially my systemly business was launched which was sales funnels and marketing automation which has led me into where i'm at now okay big big crazy journey right there but that yeah. was, that's, no, that that's was the, good. the timeline so, you asked for it yeah yeah i definitely asked for it so of the the 10 years 04 to 13 right in on there we're at the agency life and everything. Are you on the account side strategy? What was your kind of role at the agencies? Mostly was like account management at the agencies, except for some of the boutique stuff, like the small, the mobile stuff. I was kind of account management and implementation. Like, I mean, there were six of us. So yeah. it was like, you kind of wore all the hats. Sure. Um, I was involved on sales pitches, actual execution, um, and then the one other smaller shop before I went to, uh, kind of doing stuff on my own, um, I was actually more on like the biz dev side. Okay. So account management, project management, execution, which is, I think when I look back on it, I have like a fascination with like how people structure their businesses, how things work, the systems, the operations, um, and having got, got my start inside of project management. Like I got to, like, I was the internal, like I made sure all projects made it through and back to the client. And so like, right. I worked with the studio, I worked with legal, I worked with account management, I worked with creative, like I, I was involved in everything. And like, so I like really understood how the whole ecosystem worked. And to me, I found that fascinating and I still do. And so I think that's kind of what led me to some degree into where I'm at now. Well, yeah, for sure. So, so then after a decade or so, 11 years, you launched systemly, is that what you said? Yeah. So sis, tell us a little bit about what that company was and, and the purpose of it and, and all that. Yep. So um, I had kind of started using this tool at the time called Infusionsoft. They have yep. since rebranded to keep marketing automation, sales automation. Um, I was using it personally and I really started falling in love with automation in and around sales and marketing. Um, 
so much so that we were kind of incorporating it into some of the mobile stuff that we were doing. The problem is I was selling to independent retail and they had no money and they barely were figuring out email, let alone mobile. And so I like, I love the solution, but I didn't love who we were helping and kind of went back to looking at, Hey, like there are all of these online entrepreneurs that like inspire me that are doing this thing out on their own. There are a lot of them are using this tool and they constantly complain about it. Maybe I can help them with it because I'm intrigued by it. They know they need it, but they like need to get more out of it. And that was sort of the genesis of me launching Systemly, which was became, you know, a kind of a boutique agency for sales and marketing automation, serving specifically online course creators, online influencers um, that were all using this one tool. Um, it was kind of the tool at the time. Now there's tons others, but that was how I launched into to doing that. And we got a handful of clients really quickly Had a lot of retainer clients, authors, speakers, coaches, podcasters that were our clients helping them build out sales funnels and to sell their courses and, and all that great stuff. Okay. So then, uh, which, so how long was Systemly around or is it the same company you just rebranded to? All yeah. So Systemly was August of 2015. We launched um, and we rebranded to Alt Agency in actually the beginning of 2020. Um, okay. So, you know, we're recording this in, you know, 2021. So a little, a little over a year ago was when we rebranded. But when we started, we started doing the work that Alt Agency does in 2017. So from 2015 to 2017, we were basically done for you everything. And yep. 2017, we launched kind of our first kind of high ticket consulting coaching program alongside our done for you services. And by the end of 20, and that was the beginning of 2017. And by the end of 2017, we no longer offer, like we killed off all done for you services at the end of 2017. And so it was kind of like we were doing both until we realized we didn't need to do done for you anymore and we didn't want to. And so since 20, basically 2018, uh, we've been doing the same thing exclusively. Right. So for just for clarity for everybody done for you is essentially you're an agency, just like what Matic is. We take on your problems. We problem solve them. We do the work and we give it back to you. And that could be different day to day, week to week, and which is very unpredictable. And especially from client to client, especially if you don't stay within an industry, but the done with you is essentially you're, you're developing, you developed a system and now you're training and teaching others how to adopt your system and empowering them. Is that a good recap? Yeah, I would say that's a really good recap. I think there's a lot more flexibility in, you know, how you could define done with you. I think traditionally speaking, when I say done for you, usually it kind of relates to more full service type agencies. While it's not synonymous done for you, full service, you do typically see um, most full service shops are very done for you. Like, yep. And, and done with you doesn't necessarily need to mean coaching or coursework either. Um, it's just that the like the way in which you get your client the result is like 
a little bit of both. Like the client has skin in the game. They're putting some of their time in. You're giving them resources as the provider to make their life easier. But it's not like we're starting every project from scratch and we're like, you know, we're taking on this big burden, um, which I think kind of blends more into the consultative side of things, the training side of things for, for an agency. Yeah. So we have an agency, full service agency, and we, you know, take on a lot of, you know, the internal pain that I have that goes, it goes ups and downs is essentially what led me to find alt agency. Mm -hmm. So not sure, you know, what exactly the customer journey was that, you know, I stumbled upon some of your ads and your website and et cetera. But the thing that really stuck out to me was, you know, the pain points that you talk about of, you know, being in a, in a cycle of, I uh, think one of the messages that you have is if I gave you, a, you know, five clients tomorrow, yeah. you know, would you break? Yeah. And, you know, part of me is like, hell no, I wouldn't break. I could do that. No problem. But then wouldn't have any time to spend at home with the kids and it would, I'd eventually break. Right. Yeah. And, and so, uh, and then, so I guess what I want to talk about next is, is what all the agency does that helps identify your signature service. Yeah. Well, and ultimately what we're doing is shifting your business model. Right. Um, for those that want to, um, so like to kind of frame this, I think, from the whole backstory that I gave you, right? Like I know what it was like to be 3 a.m. inside taking a shower inside the agency because we were doing a launch for Pepsi that was going across all the different, you know, uh, shopping, the Kroger's and the Safeways and all that stuff. You know, like I know what that was like. Like we were, the our agency was very much like a piece of that brand. And what I see now is like, you know, people go out on their own to launch this business that is meant to give them freedom, right? Like a lot of us as entrepreneurs do that. Like, that's why we want, like, we want to be the vision. We want to like build this thing that serves us. And I don't know where this happened to be honest, but like somewhere you we, the the small guys, we can't land the Pepsis. We can't land the Unilevers that pay multi six figure annual contracts, you know, but you see the small guys like, and I say, it's not like in any like derogative way, like the, you know, the solo founder who's like trying to like launch their agency, they go into these clients and they're like, they offer a suite of services like we did at a 400 person shop. Yep. And that 400 person shop had like less than 10 clients and they were a multi seven figure agency. And it's like, we come out the gate and it's like, we take on all of this work for next to nothing and we're barely profitable. And it creates all of this friction that doesn't exist when you can charge the big bucks. And so I think a lot of agencies, because maybe that's where people came from, like myself, you adopt this like, hey, we can do all of this stuff for you, but you miss the economical element of like being able to charge top dollar for it where you can actually afford to deliver good results and still have a life, pay your bills. And so it's like they're attacking the traditional model, but with like these like 
I'm serving local business rates. And like, that's a recipe for disaster. And so like traditional model is really, you have 10 to 20 clients a year, maybe, and you're able to do seven figures, but people come out and they're like, oh, I'm going to charge 2K a month for this retainer that is all things digital marketing and creative when you don't even have all of that expertise. So for 2K a month, you're outsourcing to all these people and managing all these things and you're barely making any money if that. And so like fundamentally, all agency is, hey, it doesn't have to be that way. All agency is there is an alternative model for your agency that allows you to have the freedom as the owner that you set out for in the beginning but it can't be the way you're doing it now. It can't be you serve all different types of clients. It can't be you offer all different types of services. It's you solve a specific problem for a specific type of person that allows you to charge a premium because you become the expert at solving that problem. And you can deliver that as a done for you service. You can eventually offer training, consulting, uh, around something that complements that service and or the exact same service, but a lighter version of it. You could even have revenue streams that are coursework and, you know, workshops or whatever training. And so I don't think there is a, you can only make money being this outsourced marketing department. I think there is a way to have like training workshops, services, and, you know, consulting as part of your offering where you're making money more than one way. And you're a little bit more diversified, right? Inside of how you make, if you lose one client, it's not like your business, like you're out of business, like that shouldn't be the case. Um, And so that's really what it's all about is like, there are more ways to make money. Like agency, being an agency doesn't mean like you have to sell your time and or your labor. Like, I don't know where you look up the word agency. None of that ever shows up anywhere. We just, that was the way you somehow chose to package up your offer as labor. And that's not the only way. And that's what we're trying to show people is that it's, you can live a better life, have free, have freedom, make a lot of money and serve a lot more people. If you shift fundamentally how you operate. Yeah. Well, I think that's spot on. And it's funny you say that about the 3am shower working on Pepsi because so I worked at medium sized agency in Chicago. And just a couple of podcasts ago, one of the creative directors that I worked with back then, we were reminiscing that that's what we used to do. I mean, I, we specifically remember being sleeping at the office, working on a subway pitch that we didn't end up getting, but it was just like, it was expected that you didn't go home until the main creative director went home. And that was, sometimes was never. And yeah. I think of, I'm like, does that still exist right now? Because I feel like that world. I bet it does. Ago, I bet like, it does. Just, I mean, the latest we usually work is six o'clock around here. And usually that's a bit of a stretch. And I mean, uh, as the project manager, there were multiple occasions in the first two years, easily can count on two hands the time that I probably worked three weeks straight through the weekend and slept at the agency over the weekend because I had to be there with the creative team, like as changes were coming through and like, you know, that we were all burning the midnight oil all the time. And like, Hey, get pizzas delivered, put it on the client's account. They don't care because we're basically their slaves. You know, they're paying me like not even 30 grand a year. And I'm working, you know, (laughs) 21 straight days without a break, you know, 
12 hour days. Like, I mean, that's, it's, that's what it was. I mean, again, I don't know if that's exactly what it's like now, but when I launched my own thing, we just didn't know, like, you can't survive off those one or two accounts. And so you kind of need a, you need to be able to get more clients, but you're stuck in fulfillment. And then like, if you let fulfillment expand to whatever the scope is, which I think we did because we didn't know where the next one was coming from. I'm so afraid to lose a client that I'll just do whatever to keep them, not knowing that that's actually hurting me in the long run. And that was like, I think where a lot of people end up being like, end up, you know, inside their agency and why they're, why they're a slave to their business, which is no good. No good. It kind of feels like a a bad relationship. You know, you just feel like you, you're stuck there and you don't know if there's anybody else out there, but uh, the power of saying no is huge. I think, you know, a lot of that comes in time with your business. Yeah. You have to, you have to have gotten beat up a little bit, I think, to realize this, like, the, the confidence, just, right? It takes the yeah. confidence to be able to let some go for then the other company. So that's obviously the pains on the the full service agency yeah. side. But but you have combated combated that at all the agency and yeah. have eliminated that completely. And so now you are uh, essentially have your your own you know challenges, you know, uh, in in acquiring customers and and so forth. Yeah. But. But I've enjoyed, you know, I guess to dive a little bit further into Alt Agency, and obviously I'm, I'm aware of your service because I went through it, but but you had this really uh, nice system that, you know, this onboarding, whether it was you or your team that, you know, a lot of communication, you got access to the platform, there was uh, feedback, there were call, there are calls. Uh, and so all this is what you call the foundations, the 90-day course. And so I mm-hmm. guess... I'd like to hear just, you know, what's your kind of one minute on what the foundation is and what does it do for agency owners? Yeah. So foundations in 90 days, we help you specialize your offering into a core offer. Um, And in most, many of our clients, the goal is to take that core offer and launch a secondary revenue stream, which is they're adding a course or a consulting offer or a two-day training that can go alongside their existing services. Um, and so it's really the, let's specialize what you do so that we can implement some systems inside of your business and have a way to make money more profitably. Not everybody launches kind of a, a new revenue stream. Sometimes they just choose to streamline how they deliver their existing services. Like Erin, one of our clients, she's a UI UX agency. They didn't launch a new offering, but she cut 65% of the things that they used to offer and they specialized and she got 30% of her time back inside of her sales process by going through this process. And so like efficiency, profitability, leverage is we're like setting the foundational pieces of the business model uh, so that you can build on top of that after foundations. Yeah. And, and the thing that you're coaching on training on is just finding that consistent system that you can do over and over again. So you become really good at it and you become Mm -hmm. the subject matter expert and you're not a jack of all trades, which might seem fun to do, but can be very taxing on time. And you're not, you're not, uh, you're not honing in on a skill and just really nailing it. For sure. And, you know, I, I think there's a huge opportunity 
And as I was alluding to, some people start making this transformation inside of foundations. Others will kind of go into our other program academy for this, but like getting paid for your thinking, like all the people listening that have done services, you also have knowledge and expertise that is valuable that you can get paid for without having it to be tied to the actual labor of execution. And, um, I think that's kind of a big shift for some of these people is like, Hey, you can get paid for your thinking and your knowledge and your expertise, not just, you know, time for money and your hands to the keyboard sort of work. And that's like, if I were just like my selfish objective is have everyone get paid to think versus just their, their labor. Yeah. So then you touched on it quickly, but the Academy is your monthly so after you go through the foundations, what, what's different between foundations and academy? Academy is usually more about scaling. So like, hey, we, we validated this thing in foundations. We got some clients. Um, we want to make this thing the thing versus necessarily our done-for-you services. So um, most of the people that come into academy, their long-term plan is to, many of them, to not ever have to do done-for-you again, which means scaling up systems operations team around lead generation, sales, and fulfillment of their current thing and their their new thing that they launched with us inside of foundations. And so it's it's kind of like scaling that up, growing as the leader, um, being able to take vacations and the business still makes money. <gasps> oh my God, that's a concept that's real. Um, so a lot of our academy folks, that's kind of their goal is like, let's get this business to run and operate without me being the focal point across these you know divisions and, and functions of a business. Leads, lead gen, lead nurture, sales, fulfillment, re- retention, resell, upsell, all of that. So it's like, let's turn this thing into a real business is really what Academy is about. That's awesome. So this becomes a really long, I guess, sales process between you and I, Greg, because, uh, uh, you know, I went through your foundation, you know, what wanted you to have you on this podcast to hear, hear more about it. But I, you know, you're talking directly to me literally, but figuratively as well, because I'm, I'm that done for you agency owner. I, I enjoy it. Yeah. And, but I get a lot of value out of it. And so now I've been forced to, you know, charge, you know, fewer clients, higher ticket price, but, but one or two go away, it, it becomes detrimental, whether it's somebody's, uh, a lack of a position or one or two come in now, oh shit, we got to get more people. And then it's just like this scramble. And so I'm trying to find that happy medium. So going through your course, uh, you know, I had an aha moment in that, well, I went through the whole signature service, I identified a signature service, launched it in 2020, did it, kind of liked it. And then I realized I didn't want to do that. I want to develop a course very similar to your foundations. So yeah. now we're in the middle of launching our beta, you know, the Matic guide, which we're teaching people the foundations of, of owning their own marketing department inside of their business. And, you know, our roadmap next is to engage with you guys on the agency side and then figure out, you know, I mean, I'm going to be resistant, you know, because I'm telling you right now, but I'm like, do I want to get rid of the, uh, the agent, the full service? I think so, but you don't have to, that's the thing. You don't have to, you get to do whatever you want. Right. Yep. It's just the, it all comes down to 
what are the constraints that you are going to operate within and what's the goal, right? Like not everyone has the same goal. Um, if just for the sake of like a broad spectrum, because I know people talk about it a lot, like we talk to a lot of folks who are like, I want to be able to make, I want to have a seven figure agency and, but I also want it to run without me. Well, you only need your Matic guide to generate seven figures if you focused only on that. And so it's like most seven figure businesses hit seven figures with one offering and one, like using one marketing channel, like 1 million to 10 million is where everyone starts introducing additional products, additional products and service offerings, adding multi-channel. Like it can be, and I don't think people want to want to believe that it can be that simple. Um, I didn't say it was easy, but like you need to focus. Like we got to seven figures just selling that 90 day foundations program. And then we added Academy. Like I could, I didn't have to add Academy, but like I wanted to add Academy. Uh, you could have your agency, but like at some point I feel like one needs to become the lead. And that's the bumpy part for, I think for people like yourself, where you come to us with an established enough book of business that you're going to have to go through a little bit of that friction and turbulence of, Hey, you might have to release a couple clients that pay well, but consume most of your bandwidth to free up the capacity to to make this other thing replace and surpass it quickly. You know, we yep. get some clients that come to us that aren't bogged down in done for you that are able to move a lot faster. And that's an advantage that they have. But the reality is if you have to determine, and I'm saying you, not just you specifically, but sure. anyone listening, I do think you have to have enough focus and discipline to know, like you said earlier, what to say no to. Right. Because if well, you're like, hey, I want to have a seven-figure training and consulting business, yet you keep taking done-for-you clients, it's going to just t- probably take a whole lot longer for you to get there if you even do, because they're just fundamentally different. So um, I don't think you have to eliminate done-for-you. I think you might need to limit it. Um, and then you could always bring it back once the other stuff is more, you know, running smoothly. Um, cause again, you can make money multiple ways. You don't, it doesn't have to be one. Sure. I just chose that. Like there's still some done for you stuff I'm willing to do. It's just at a price point that most people aren't willing to pay, but there are a few people out there that would pay it. And if yep. they show up, I'll do it, but I'm not like chasing it, you know? Well, I'll tell you, you know, kind of reflecting back as we're talking throughout 21, uh, no, 20, uh, 2020 is, you know, was, I, I believe I went through your core. I, no, it was like Q3 of 2020. So it was more recent than I was thinking, but, but it was, it was Q3. Cause I, cause I did expand in in Q1 and Q2. And then, um, but I took the systemized approach and obviously applied it to build and launch the guide. But this year, in the first quarter of this year, I really took that systemized approach and I'm applying that to the agency and really being diligent, not only on the expectations of when we enter and when we talk to new clients on what we're good at, what we're not good at, and really having that clear, okay, this is that six month and one year roadmap that yeah. we're going to stick to. 
And the more clear that can be, then now they're playing our game, not we're playing their game, and we're just being pulled into their vicious cycle of, hey, we need this done, this done, this done, right? And it's just kind of dictating the kind of the roadmap. Yeah, and another thing that on like the internal side of all of this, you know, Aaron mentioned earlier is a good example, but there's a handful of others. It's like when a big challenge that I see for people like yourself, the in the owner seat inside of that agency is um, a lot of things kind of boil back up to you. Um, yep. You have people doing some of the work, but like you're like everything crosses your desk, so to speak, or you have to like double check everything, or maybe you're still kind of like the main account lead. Um, I feel from just having worked with over 300 different people, 300 agency owners like this, like time and time again, the factor or variable that leads to that being the case is usually the broadness or the, uh, like, like how broad the service offering is. Right. And so when Erin cut 65% of her service offering and focused, and she said, hey team, this is our nine-step process to getting our clients the, the result that they came to us for, it allowed her team members to see where they fit in the puzzle. And they were then able to even like each of them level up in their own in their own roles, which took more off of Aaron's plate, which gave her her time back. So like if you're listening and you're like the bottleneck because you have your hands in everything, if you just got rid of, you know, look, 80-20, like 80% of your revenue probably comes from 20% of the offering or activities. Like imagine you just focused on that 20%. Would do you think you'd be? Is it a possible possibility that you could remove yourself from all, that operation faster? The answer is almost always yes. Right. And so, if you're looking for freedom and you're looking to not be the bottleneck, cutting out some things and specializing and identifying that core will let your team members take on more responsibility than they historically could have because it's a fixed solution. It's like, Hey, this is what we do. And this is how we do it versus, Hey, the client needs X, Y, Z. I have never, we've never done that before. Let's go learn how to do it. Let's go figure this out. Let's go find this other person that might know, like you don't have to solve every problem for your client. And the, the sooner you can focus on solving one problem, the faster your team can do it without you. And that's, I've just seen it time and time and time again but it does take discipline. Like, and I think again, for your, for people like you who come from being such an integral part of your clients, like deliverables, uh, it honestly, as much as I hate saying this, like it's more of a mindset thing than anything. Like you have to fundamentally unlearn what you had, what got you to this point, because that behavior, that, that way of operating will not serve you moving forward. And so like that, it's kind of like undoing that traditional wiring of what an agency looks like and looking at it in a new way through a new lens. It's like, it has to happen or else you're going to, you're going to carry all of the bad behaviors from how like I'm, I'm making assumptions. Like say you feel like your business doesn't run 
well now, if you don't unlearn some of those things, you'll just bring all of those bad behaviors even into this Matic guide. Yep. Right. Like, so like we need to like fix the old stuff, the old way of thinking, the old perspective before we can kind of make some of this new stuff work. And well, that's I'll tell often you, the uh, hardest part. Us going through the process of building the Matic guide really exposed a lot of those things. And we were able, by building that system and forcing it to be put into a scalable system and mm-hmm. that, and, and we're just, we're in version 1.0. And yeah. so it's going to become, you know, stronger and better and, you know, looking forward to engaging with your group at the right time so that we can level up and, and continue that. So I, I think all of that aside, or, or I guess, uh, in review is, is systemize things and, uh, things are going to get a lot better and easier and, and stronger, which is, which is huge. And I think, I just think you'll hit your goals more effectively. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So then let's talk a little bit about where you're going to go. You're still a young guy. You still got plenty of, uh, you know, gas in that tank where, yeah. where, uh, cause when you dated yourself, you're, you're younger than me. So that's, uh, <laughs> That just by a couple of years though, but, uh, um, the, what, what's, what's the future for alt agency? I just, I didn't realize that you were just only, you know, a year old plus as alt, but you know, where yeah. do you anticipate things going, uh, over the next five, 10 years? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, some of that I'm still trying to figure out myself to be honest, but, um, I, I, I think of a few things. One, I think, um, there are a lot of people that out there out there that are still like me when I was felt like I was, you know, I'm going to build my, build this business and it's going to be great and have flexibility and be able to spend time with my family and on the things that I love, but that now are trapped and actually worse off than when they had a full-time job. And, um, like I really want to be like the de facto solution to help those service providers, like, transition into something that they're going to be happy with. Right. Um, so there's a lot of people that are in this situation and continue to be in it and will grow into it just because the way that the current educational system is, uh, so for like agency owners, freelancers, and, you know, service providers that like are looking for a change, like we want to be like the de facto, uh, solution for them. Um, and so we're kind of upping our game around education, um, and obviously our own marketing to get in front of more of those people. Uh, cause we've only, I feel like we've only scratched the surface on like the number of people that we've helped out of the number of people that we can help. Sure. Um, and I do think that, you know, like for our future, um, and I've said this I say this internally all the time, but like, it's not the Greg show. Um, There are a lot of really smart, like our, we have internal coaches and trainers on our team that help our clients. And I, the only way that we're going to kind of have the impact that I think we can is to bring on more, call it faces and experts to lead this charge in the different areas of expertise. Um, Again, we only focus on like digital and creative people at the moment. Um, I think with the right team that can expand into a much broader 
entrepreneurial scope of service provider um, from like a business education. If, if I were to kind of like put a, like a label on it, I guess is like, you know, you guys, your agency, people listening, like you're good at what you do. Like you were a technician, you, you becoming a better creative or a better web designer or a better SEO isn't going to help you build the business that you want. It's going to be becoming a business owner. And those are different skills, different knowledge, and you need different training and a different type of community to support you in that development. And I think that's what really where alt agency is going is like helping people become the owner by giving them the business skills, the business systems, the operational systems to run and manage an organization that doesn't have them at the center of it. Uh, and so that's, you know, kind of the mission and where we're going. Cool. Well, I appreciate you uh, laying it out for us and I've really enjoyed working with your, with your company, not only you and everybody else, as you mentioned, and uh, looking forward to working with you more in the future. So thanks for coming on the show. Yeah. Thanks for bringing me into the future. (laughs) (laughs) I know it's funny because sometimes when I ask those questions, they're like, I don't know, but I guess I'll have, you know, it kind of puts people on the spot to start thinking about it, but everybody kind of starts thinking about it, but you know, once you have to kind of articulate it in this way. Yeah, no, it's, it's great. I love the concept. I love, um, you know, there's so much, like, I feel like with the technology, I mean, with what happened with COVID and like online learning, there's just only going to be a lot more disruption and like, I don't think there are, I think now more than ever, A is the, the best time in the world to start a business of your own Yep. with the least amount of money needed and resources needed to get started. But I almost feel like the, the lines as to like, like, Hey, like there's only a few ways to build a business. Like those lines are either getting wider and also way more blurry And I think you can do a lot more on your own terms versus call it for the lack of a better uh, term, like going by the textbook, you know, like, like I think the textbook is being written as we speak. And so that's exciting, uh, especially for people like us that have skills to implement and help people. Like we know how to do the work. We know we have the knowledge on what to do, which is why I think, us as tech technicians, agency owners, service providers, I think we're the most equipped to kind of straddle this world that we are in of like info and implementation. Like we have the knowledge, we have the skills to implement. How do we like, like we're the ones that I think can bridge this gap. There's a lot of teachers out there that teach that don't know how to do. They just know the theory and that's great. And there's a lot of people that know how to do, but then don't know how to transfer that knowledge so that other people can do it. And many agencies and service providers, I think, are equipped to make that and bridge that gap. And I think that's super exciting Um, because there's a lot of different ways now that we can help people following, I think, the all agency methodology, so to speak, as a self promo. But like, that's, that's exciting. Like, there's so many new things that can happen like even just this year alone beyond the future. Like that's why it's, I can't even imagine, you know, five years from now, what it's going to look like. 
Yeah, no, I, t- I totally agree, man. And uh, I, I definitely see, you know, you personally and your business position to, to maximize that. And, and you're helping a lot of, a lot of entrepreneurs and business owners get there. So I think what you're doing is great. So I, I've been, I've been appreciative of it and uh, my team has, and looking forward to more. So yeah, uh, yeah. thanks, Greg. Appreciate your time, man. Yeah. Thanks for having me, man. 